Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Seriously, I appreciate it. If you're wondering what this podcast is all about, really, it's, it's about you. It's for you. It's about having conversations with ordinary people and yet hearing their extraordinary stories. It's a platform that hopefully challenges you to challenge yourself to change and improve. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Restaurants Podcast. And if you're like watching this live right now, thank you for being a part of the restaurant stream. I always and actually do truly appreciate it because without you guys, this isn't worth doing. And quite frankly, after days like today where I got the absolute crap kicked out of me, it sure is nice to feel a little bit supported um, by this this community that has been awesome, that I've been blessed to be a part of the last few years. Uh, don't worry, this is not a resignation podcast. I know that sounds kind of like it, but no, that's not the case. Uh, I am here. We are here. And I have uh, long been debating uh, all day. Uh, whether I wanted to talk about this or not, because unfortunately, but yet fortunately, if you've listened to my podcast enough over the years, I have a pattern. Did you know that? I have a pattern. A pattern of the same topic over and over again about purpose, about drive, goals, vision, fulfilling things, etc., etc., etc. And I'm sorry if I've kind of sounded like a broken record, but I hope that I've been useful to you uh, during these times. And I hope that you've appreciated the, I don't know if it's motivation or not, but I hope that it's been of benefit to you. Uh, I just wanted to start off by saying that it has been a long road, a long road of the podcast, a long road of ups and downs, Um, dry seasons, seasons where I felt very fulfilled, very grateful and thankful, and other seasons where I just absolutely wanted to do nothing uh, with uh, any of this. And it's been tough, man. Uh, if that sounded kind of random, forgive me. I'm trying to also wave off my son who's in the distance, who's come out of his room. So bear with me here. Um, let's rally Russ. What were we trying to say? Did you know that, uh, I don't know if you're ever going to do what you've always wanted to do, at least to the degree of the extreme that I'm always thinking about it. Did you know that? I'm kind of a weird, unfortunate stickler. I have, I would probably argue, unrealistic expectations about existence, about what we do in the day-to-day. Like many of you guys growing up, I dreamed of doing a dream job, right? Dreamed of doing something that I loved doing. And I, I should probably retract a little bit. I have met people that say they are, they love their jobs. Like that does, that is actually an occurrence in existence. You know, some people I know work to live, other people live to work. And some of that is unhealthy, but a lot of it actually is a healthy thing. Some people just absolutely love what they do. It's a craft. It's a goal. It's something to hone. It's something to master. They love being a part of something, etc. I've met those, okay? So I'm not just going to come right out of the gates and be like, oh man, all you guys' jobs are a drain. I'm not saying that. But I do find life interesting because I would probably argue that the majority, at least, the majority do not get to do their quote-unquote dream job because I don't think it's possible. I don't know if existence would happen if everyone who had a bent towards doing this thing or that got to do that for full time. I don't know if we'd have economies stable. I don't know if we'd, we'd actually have existence fully functioning. Um, I think it is a weird trade-off. Certainly people in life, some just strike it 
and you could call it luck, fate, fortune, whatever, but they, they get to do some pretty cool things that they've always dreamed of doing. I, we just watched the Grammys. Uh, the other night, my wife and I, and that is an award show I do enjoy. I, I know that I was a bit critical of them. I still am, actually, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like they are pretty stuffy and out of touch sometimes, but it's still an entertaining show, nevertheless. And many times, uh, we got to watch Olivia Rodrigo absolutely destroy the Grammys this year. Um, we all kind of figured that how she kind of took over the music world by storm, like Good For You and her album, Sour. You know, they're winning all sorts of awards and good for her. She's a multi-Grammy winner now and she gets to keep that, which is pretty cool. But it's funny how you see these acceptance speeches and, and for me, a lot of them have the same pattern, which was, you know, I always dreamed of doing this or I told myself I would do this or I knew that this would happen. And I'm like, Wow. That's pretty cool. Like when they when they're up there holding their Grammy, they're like, "I promised my my mom, or I promised myself I'd win a Grammy, and here I am." And I'm like, "Is that how that works? I just have to promise myself, like Russ, you're gonna make a million dollars in in a year, and then will I be standing before you in a year with a million dollars? I mean, maybe, maybe if the hustle's there, I guess. But that's what we're gonna get into in a moment here. I just found that so fascinating. But to be very transparent with you, I was very deflated. At the end of watching the Grammys. And I'm a moment of vulnerability here, guys, okay? And I know that there's it's nothing that you're not used to. I hope that through your experience of listening to the Russ Rants podcast that you've been like, oh man, here we go. Russell's letting us into his heart again. Russell's letting us into the crevices of care. Yes, you're welcome. Let's go into there together. Um, at the end of the Grammys, uh, as we watched it and we were getting ready for bed, I was just like, snap. Like... I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my family, my kids, my wife. I have a house. I don't know if y'all have looked outside lately, but the house market is nutso. The economy's crazy. Gas prices are astronomically high. There's a lot of crap going on. And I, I got a lot more um, than I feel I should deserve. And I'm very grateful for it. But I, I looked around and yes, and I was like, there's two two tensions is one is that I am very grateful for what I have, but this wasn't my dream job. Does that sound stupid? I got to be very careful here. I know I got to tiptoe because I don't want to sound a-holy. Okay. Um, my, my life is so enriched and I'm so blessed and I don't want my life to be any different with my family. Um, I can't take and will never take any of that back. I'm grateful I met Pola. I'm grateful that I had my kids. I'm grateful that I chose to start a family early. I'm 30 years old, fam. Um, we're done having kids. Uh, I'm so blessed to have four kids. That was uh, that was just such a privilege. Um, I remember talking to Pola when we were 18, 19, and just kind of, you know, you're dating. You ask some of those serious questions, like how many kids you want? <laughs> Are you... Are you ready for that? Are you okay for that? You know, um, you know, names, some names we've, we've switched on over the years. Some names we we've kept for our kids, which is pretty cool, you know? And uh, like, we did a lot of stuff and like, I look back and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I am. I am so grateful, but here's, here's the, the funny part. And anyone who knows me knows that I struggle with this. Okay. I'm grateful, but I'm not content. Does that make me an a-hole? I'm grateful for this life that I have, and I would even consider myself fortunate. 
A lot of it I stumbled into. And I'll go into that in a moment, but I'm not content. I, I sit here at 30 years old and I finished that Grammy ceremony and I'm like, there are some pretty outrageous dreams I still have. Like there are some pretty outrageous dreams I have and I'm 30. And now I'm in that weird tension where it's like, do I try to chase any of those dreams? Do I just kind of ride this current wave and say, you know what? I tried to bend life to my will and life bent me to its will and now I'm just riding that out. And that's the way life is, Russ. You should just accept it. You should enjoy it. You should be content and grateful and, 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 and enjoy the moment, right? Stop to smell the flowers. We hear that all the time, right? Well, don't forget to stop and enjoy the roses. I am broken. I know that. I'll admit that I'm broken. I'll admit that I have some problems um, mentally and emotionally that I'm working on. And uh, Can Led, who I always love commenting, hi, Can, by the way, stop and kick the flowers. Oh, is that how that saying goes? Oh, okay, stop and kick the flowers. I have problems where I know that I have, I'm an Enneagram 3, I have performance issues where I always want to win. I always need a goal. I always need a task. I always need a, an obstacle or, so, or challenge to conquer. And I'm, I'm working on that. But as the dust settles and as I feel like I'm getting emotionally healthy, in a healthy way, I find that I'm still not content. Can, Lyndon and I talked about it, man, probably a couple of years ago. It's on the podcast. It's called, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Maybe you need more cakes. I actually should go back and listen to that episode. I would encourage any of you guys to listen to that episode. I think that's the second or third most listened to episode on the Russ Rands podcast. It was about my younger brother before barber school. He's a kick-ass barber now. Shout out to Lyndon. I love him very much. He's kicking ass here in Calgary. Just got a new tattoo across his chest. He went top of the sternum. Crazy. And, you know, it's the bearing of a young man going through the motions and roller coaster of being like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Is this even what I want to be when I grow up? Is this, is it possible to have a dream job? And we go through all that. So this is kind of a weird rehashing of those emotions. Um, but what I mean by I'm broken is that I, I'm aware that the scale has tipped too far for too long, for too many years about the other way. If I wasn't in my dream job or if I wasn't doing something, I was always satisfied with hundred percent. At least when I first started a few years ago, I was super depressed super depressed. You know, I'd, I'd look at my occupation, especially and be like, Oh my gosh, my life is a failure. I am wasting my life because I'm not famous or I'm not in radio. That was one thing. We'll go over that too, about what my career aspirations were. I'm not in radio, I'm not in television. I haven't done anything on social media. Um, I'm not a news anchor. <laughs> I'm not a teacher. I didn't get an education. Etc. 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 And I would, man, I rode the wave so hard in insurance, you guys. Some days I'd feel like the most satisfied contributor to existence in the world. I felt like one of the greatest allies of humanity ever with what I did. And then other days I wanted to die. I'm not being dramatic either. I just, I, I got low. I got really low. And that was the unhealthy portion of my personality where it was like I rode what I did in that moment as my value, as my worth. This is the value of Russ 
is based on what my career is or what my job is. And that is so not okay. That's not true. Okay, so I'm not, I, I want to clarify this right off the bat, this little caveat. That is not what I'm articulating today. But what I am articulating is what is the balance slash tension between gratefulness and ambitious? Contentment and healthy restlessness. Yeah, I know. Any veterans of the, the restaurants podcast, like I said before, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's on this again. But you know what's funny? I had a really crappy day. Not going to get into specifics. Just had a, a really crappy day. I haven't actually had a crappy day like this in a while, which I've been so grateful because I love my job. I, I moved up. I was very grateful. I haven't had a job or a day like this in a long time, but I, you know, they happen, especially in my profession. And in years past, this would hit me really hard. And truth be told, I'm actually wrestling with it right now where I'm like, wow, I feel stuck. And I'm, I'm processing that because I know that that's not true. But to a degree, there is a sliver of truth in that. Uh, did you message any cool people at work who were just cool? I sure did, Ken. Yes, I did message people today at work who were just cool. Yes, thank you. In the past, I would have ridden today off and gone to bed and been like, my life is going nowhere. And I know that's not true. But I also like to take days like this as a reminder that inherently, intrinsically, something motivates me differently. That I still have dreams and aspirations that I want to chase and do. You know, that's probably a, a, obviously a real reason why I still stream is because I enjoy this. I love this. This is a fun pastime fun hobby i get joy from it but also a dream of mine is to be like well could i ever be doing this full-time someday maybe it's a loose dream i'm not on the hustle 24 7 we talked about that too in the making a dent in the universe restaurants podcast episode but it's almost like in a good way i i tried to learn to be content and i over the years have matured you know when i first started and i, I got married and and we moved to calgary I had a lot of different things kicking around. I wanted to be a teacher. Many, many years, my wife, or my wife, my mom was, as growing up, and she'd be like, I, you're a really good instructor. I was a drum teacher for several years in Medicine Hat, and she said, you should consider education. You'd be really good at it. And then, you know, later I, I taught, I wanted to help humanity. I wanted to help people heal and grow. So I thought about psychology, psychologist. And I was like, wow, but that's like, like seven or eight years of school. I was like, I'm not interested in that how short-sighted I am. I could have been done by now. I wanted to be a social worker, and those are some of my favorite stories that are also on the Russ Rents podcast about getting strangled and that experience as a social worker. And then I find myself in retail folding jeans and, and looking up and being like, wow, what the hell are you doing, Russ? And, and truth be told, my life has kind of been a crazy nutcase roller coaster ever since. Um... Even these last few weeks, we've been negotiating with some customers and dealing with some stuff where I'm like, how did, you know, how do my coworkers not know this? And then I have to pause and be like, oh man, like I learned this the hard way and they haven't yet run into a situation where they've had to learn about conflict, confrontation, laying down the hard facts and when to unfortunately take a beating from the customer. And I'm like, whoa, because the insurance years absolutely ground me to a pulp where that restless purposelessness, right? That, that whole thing, like you are what you do, that was beat out of me and into me at the same time via insurance. 
I'd, I'd feel like the worst person in the world and the best person in the world, and sometimes in the same day. And then I had to learn to be content amidst my dissatisfaction with my occupation. Now, for those listening that have an affiliation with me outside of the podcast streaming realm, who know me as a coworker, do not fret. I do not hate my job. <laughs> I do not hate my occupation. I do not hate my company. That is not why I'm bringing this up. It is a tender discussion, though, about dreams. Goal-chasing dreams in a healthy way. In a healthy way. What I'm trying to say is that over the years, I used to always tilt the, the scales. The pendulum always swung too wrong. The hard way where it was like, because I'm not doing something I love, like I've always dreamed of, I'm a failure. No, so thankfully I got emotionally healthy where I'm like, I am thankful for my job. I, I, make, it, I make it a personal goal to try to be thankful at least by about one thing a day. Sometimes at the dinner table, I think I've alluded to this before, where I'll be like, hey, kids, really quick, before we start eating, what's one thing you're thankful for? And you know what? Kids, man, you guys, kids really do say the darndest things, where they blow me away with their transparency and their simple point of view. One of my kids today said, I loved playing out in the backyard with my brother and sister. And I was like, awesome. Another kid's like, um, you know, it's April. I'm like, oh yeah, why do you like April? He's like, because it's my brother's birthday and because I like spring. I'm like, that's awesome. And another just said, you know, I liked that we we got to draw and color and stuff like that. And I'm like, notice it wasn't like, I finally did a slam dunk or I finally did a cartwheel. Although that would have been still worth celebrating, but for them, it wasn't something they did. It was something they simply enjoyed. They were being, it felt like. And I've learned to do that to a decently healthy degree. And so I think what, what's happening in this podcast episode is I've kind of come out of the smoke where I'm like, okay, we have established that I am healthily grateful. I am healthily content to a degree with what life has given me. I have walked through it. I have taken some gambles in life. I've done a few different career ventures. And where I am right now is outstanding. Like I said, I do enjoy my company. I enjoy the culture. I enjoy my role in the company. I enjoy my teammates. I enjoy what I get to do. I am so, so dang blessed. But where I would used to be guilty then, the pendulum would swing the other way where it's like, now stop there. With that gratitude, you should not need nor desire anything else. And if you do, it's unhealthy. And I believed that voice for probably a few years now, to be very, very honest with you. And instead, and instead, I have finally learned that is not totally true. I can be excited for dreams and pursuits and future things while being simultaneously excited and grateful for where I am. I would not argue uh, that they are tied to the hip. They are not codependent or I don't even think I'd be using it in the right phrase if they're mutually exclusive. Like, or maybe I am. You, you don't have to have one or the other. You can have both. And I, I realized the other day that I have really put on the shelf some side passions that I've long buried because I've been just too busy trying to be content and grateful with my life. Isn't that strange? 
where that's healthy. It's healthy to be content and grateful. It's, it's healthy. It's very healthy. I would highly encourage you, if you always live in the future, or heck, if you're stuck in the past, definitely focus on getting healthy to live in the present. I'm still working on it. But I do feel more balanced and more mature in that than I, than I have in my entire life. I'm 30. I wish I could go back in time, five years, and just be like, Russ, you don't get it right now, and I want, I'm rooting for you to get it. But one day you're just going to be able to wake up, drive to work, and be like, I'm thankful for today. Let's ride this out. Let's try to enjoy one moment at a time. And some of those moments are going to suck. We're going to be grateful that you're breathing air and alive. And some moments are going to be the most satisfying you've ever had in your career, but that too does not define your existence. So let's, let's bring it to us really quickly here. What is the balance? Is there something out there that you have thought about? A new hobby, perhaps. Or a hobby that you've given up that you're like, nah, you know, like, what's the point? It wasn't going anywhere. I don't know. Like we talked about a few weeks ago, this young archaeologist just decided, you know what, I'm passionate about this. Now, that was her new career and that was her dream job. But the important part for her was she's like, I'm going to share this on TikTok. I'm going to share it with strangers and maybe I'll find some people out there that are excited. And sure enough, she did. Some people rallied. There might be a hobby that might be for nothing other than you're like, I just want to be a guitarist. I've always loved music. I just never never thought it was useful because it wouldn't progress. But I've, I've always dreamed of being able to play the guitar. Well, what's bloody stopping you from getting a decent guitar? They're not crazy expensive. Either paying for lessons or doing YouTube. A lot of buddies of mine are great guitarists, even just fine guitarists. They can play chords because they watch YouTube. Well, Russ, like, it's time. I hear you. I'm busy too. Very busy. Frick. Like, just some days I just feel like I can't breathe. Same with my wife. I, man, I admire her. And I don't deserve her. And I'm grateful for her. But I mean, Twitch even, guys. I sat down with my wife a few years back and said, I would like to give this a shot. Same with the podcast. I was like, if you're willing, I, I just need like a couple of nights or a night a week to just record and edit and let's see what happens. And it, I mean, it hasn't taken off, but yet I've gotten to meet some outstanding people. Some of my, my greatest friends are because of this community. That's kind of cool. You think about that. Something that I just, it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, like the commercial minded people the enterprise-minded people will be like, well, you're, you, you haven't really done anything. It hasn't grown into anything. Well, define grown. It's grown into some friendships. I've learned a lot. Guys, I'm recording a podcast and streaming at the same time. Some of you guys are like, yeah, so. And other people are like, oh my God, how could you ever do that? This is subjective. Growth, progress. Because I'm willing to make time for this as best I can. I'm not always great at it, but I love it. Tonight's community night, by the way. Shout out to all those that are listening on the podcast episode every other Tuesday. Today's the, today's the 5th of April. So the 19th of April is the next community night. We just play like Jackbox party games and other stuff and hang out as a community. That's pretty cool. I'm excited to hang out with some people because I get to. It enriches my life. Maybe that's a really powerful word you should hang on to. Not will it progress my life. Maybe see if it would enrich in your life. Enrich? 
Enrich your life? Enriching. Enrich your life? Let's go with that. I don't know. I don't care. Y'all can comment or not. I don't care. This is my podcast. I'll do what I want. Maybe that's the defining metric we look at rather than does it do anything for you is does it do anything to you? Ooh, what about that? Can you hang on to that one for a bit? Does it do anything for you or does it do anything to you? I I remember it so clear as day. I'm on the back patio of a house in the summer, medicine at, I'm getting ready for my wedding. I have my laptop in front of me. My wife is out doing errands or my fiance at the time, obviously. And uh, I think I had the afternoon free and I'm looking at a career being like, this is a huge decision. This is a monumental decision. This will shift my entire life. Whatever I choose here sets my path. And anyone listening to that right now is like, no, it doesn't. It's not. Your life can change at any moment. Some people, they're like, yeah, I'm so glad I became a dentist or I became an admin or I became a librarian or I became whatever. And they're still doing that career. Good for you. Honestly, that's phenomenal. But it doesn't happen for all of us. Some of us do twists and turns. And I think I've honestly ridden that career occupation definition so hard because I can't do what I love. I can't follow my passions if my career isn't a part of that. And I, that's just such bullcrap. I'm just starting to wake up to that. Because it's been hard because I've been trying to hide the two lives from each other. Like, oh no, I'm, this, is, this is work Russ. Work Russ is going to work so hard. I'm going to pour myself into my career because Russell goes 100%. And burns out sometimes. And then when work is done, now Russell can focus on being dreams, Russ, and visions, Russ. Russell wants to be greater. Russell wants to have a great existence. Let's focus on that. And then I get burnt out on both ends. I would burn out my job and feel absolutely deflated. And then when my job was done, I just felt so tired and hopeless because I wasn't making progress on my quote-unquote dreams on my off hours. And I'm just like, oh my word, I can't win at both worlds. I am dying. The hell? You know, it was like an awakening I'm still going through. I don't have it all figured out. I am happy to hear your comments. Message me on Instagram, TikTok even, I don't care. Message me on Twitch. You can whisper me, whisper me. Facebook even, we have a Facebook group, dadgummit. I got to stop thinking that they're separate worlds and instead be like, my job is my job. I'm grateful for my job. Learn from my job. Let my job help me grow. But does it define me? No. Will I always be here? I don't know. But that doesn't mean you have to stop chasing your dreams because your career took you away. There's a scene. I think it was Money Monster or something like that. Or it, it was that I don't, I don't, I didn't watch it. But it was with George Clooney. Was it Julia Roberts as well? He's like a TV show host for like a financial show or something, if I'm not mistaken. And I never really watched it, but there was a clip I saw on uh, on Reels. And um, there, I don't know if you guys are movie buff or actor buffs or anything like that, but one of my favorite actors, I love J.K. Simons. 
He won an Oscar for Whiplash, uh, Best Supporting Actor. He's that abusive jazz drum teacher. That's J.K. Simmons or J. Jonah Jameson from the old and new Spider-Man movies. I freaking love that they brought him back. So proud of him. Um, he plays this office worker in an office, and George Clooney's sitting across the table. I don't know the I don't know the context. Thank you, Ken. I'm glad Whiplash was amazing. Um, I don't have the courage yet to watch it, to be truthful. I'm a drummer, and I haven't watched it. My I've watched scenes where he's screaming, and I'm just terrified, and that just scares me. My younger brother watched it, and he's like, you got to. I will. I will, okay? Anyways, in the scene with his George Clooney movie, George Clooney looks back at this guy, and he's like, how much did they pay you to give up on your dream? When? What was your first salary or your first number? How much did you sell your dream for essentially because the guy apparently is like a culinary guy he loves cooking he wanted to be a chef but right now he's an office worker he's like no for for real how much was your first job that they paid you to give up on your dream and he was like 35k a year and george clooney's like 35k a year your dream was worth 35k a year what's stopping you from trying again you got nothing to lose I think the guy just like shrugged his shoulders or made a meh face or something. He was just like, this is all I know now. Like I've gone too far. Like as if that that's it. He put a death sentence. He sold his dream and that's it. It's over. I think for me, it's kind of like I can have my cake and eat it too, but I just have to redefine what the cake is. How's that for a messed up thought process? You want to learn how to sing? Go sing. Figure it out. Go to a karaoke bar or take private singing lessons, but I, I don't think I'm going to get famous. I'm not any good. Does it enrich your life? Does it bring joy to your soul? Does it make you want to be alive? If any of the answers are yes or maybe, give it a shot. My good friend, Doug, I'm going to give you a shout out, buddy. Thank you for your support. He's been a longtime supporter, listener of the restaurants podcast. I love you, Doug. Appreciate you. My buddy, Doug, has learned bass and he's got a music room. He's got a drum kit and everything. The guy's just doing stuff. He did a lick from the Tragically Hip the other day for me. He showed me and I was just like, this dude, he's doing like, I don't know, Doug. I don't know if you plan on being a famous musician. Maybe not, but I believe that that enriches your life. I believe I can see that. It's kind of indicative. That's why hobbies are so powerful. Here's the problem. I've never really had hobbies. I would say streaming is is actually a hobby now and podcasting, and I can tell people that. Do you have any hobbies? Yes. I live stream and I podcast record because I enjoy it. But Cand will tell you, I've had many dark moments where I message him being like, I just want to stop. Just want to give this up because it's not going anywhere. Oh my goodness, Russ. Oh no. Where is it supposed to go? It's supposed to be famous. Oh man. Is that the criteria for success? Is that the criteria for winning? Is it, it has to hit a level commercially? It has to hit a level monetarily? Would it be nice? Oh, yeah, it would be nice. I'm not ignorant of that. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I still hope somehow. And again, I'm not doing wishful thinking. I'm trying my best. Because I used to get discouraged being like, well, I can't grind Apex Legends for eight hours a day and get good. I can't grind and make YouTube videos every day and blah, blah, blah. And I used to get so depressed, you guys. Because my existence, my life that I had chosen, wife, kids, a house, full-time job, 
And I was comparing myself to these young streamers, some who had just gotten famous. And I'm like, they're freaking living with their parents, able to do this. Man, they're lucky. And I'm just like, what the frick is wrong with me? I'm comparing. Like, what metric? Do I have to be like them? Was the metric for success for me fame? Now, that's, this is a hard thought. This is a hard thought. Because do I still want to be famous? Yeah, I do. I'm, I, I'm just going to say that. I do. I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm a performer. I enjoy making people happy. I enjoy making people laugh. I enjoy maybe making people think. That's why I still do the podcast. Or I, I've just recently started the podcast again. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. But I've changed my metric a smidge. You want to know something funny? I want to try rap. I've never said that out loud to anyone other than my wife before. I want to try it. I want to try rap. I love it. I love the poetry. I love the skill. I love the beats. I understand fully that I am whiter than white. I am fully white. Like the white. I'm actually shocked that this white v-neck. You're not going to see it if you're listening to the podcast. Just know I'm wearing a white v-neck right now. I'm shocked the white v-neck does not wash me out more. I'm just. I'm like, wow. Okay, well, all right. I've got a little tan or a little difference. Great. But I want to rap. So I've I've looked up YouTube videos. There's muscle mouth exercises. And you practice those. I've been doing them. Because you gotta practice. You gotta build up those muscles. Orden would tell you that. He's a freaking beatboxer. He's practiced for years. He loves it. Do you think Orden has occasionally hoped he he would become a famous beatboxer? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he just never cared, but Guess what? He does this because he enjoys it. We had him on the podcast. It enriches his life. Could could learning to rap enrich my life? I think it could. I think I, I think I would really enjoy it. I love music. But Russ, what's the end goal? I I don't know if I can run by that right now. I had, like I just said, I just had my ass kicked today. My customers, expectations, pressures. I honestly wanted to go home so many times today. I just hit that wall where I was like, wow, this is a lot. And in years past, it would have taken me to a super dark place. It would have taken me just feeling like I want to quit. I want to be done. I can't do this. My life is a failure. Like it just, it just spirals out of control. One of my great mentors, Dan, I love him. He's a great friend of mine, great mentor still. We're thankfully still in, in, in contact with each other. Um, when I lived in Regina for eight months, I was really blaming myself um, for, for moving back to Calgary. I'd, I'd uprooted my family, had two kids at the time, and gone to Regina, bought our first house, and Pola was over the moon with the house. And I'm like, I need to find a better job. I need to lay down roots. And then the opportunity came to become a manager, an insurance agency manager in Calgary. And I was like... Well, nothing's really materialized in Regina. I'm going to go back to Calgary. I really blamed myself. I really went down. I'm like, I've made another mistake. I've never, I've screwed it up again, Russ. You screwed up your life again. Regina was going to change your life. Yes, I'm aware to some people how humorous that sounds, but that was how, you know, serious I was. And Dan, thankfully, I get on the phone with him. I say, Dan, I've lost it. I'm a loser. I've screwed this up. He's like, Russ, you got to be careful with your brain. It's a muscle. And I've said this before on another Russ Rance podcast episode. The brain's a muscle. A good thought pulls towards a good thought. A bad thought 
pulls towards a worse thought, pulls towards a terrible thought. Instead of thinking, I've ruined my life. Now my life is, is meaningless. Now my life is going to go in circles. Now I've dragged my wife down. Now I've dragged my kids down, blah, blah, blah. And it just keeps getting worse. She's like, how about we just use that muscle in the other way? What if you're a really good insurance man, like agency manager? What if Calgary's the right move? What if this is the perfect opportunity to get back to Calgary? What if your life gets better than it is right now? What if you get more successful than you are right now? What if, what if, what if? And I obviously still struggle with pulling myself in the wrong direction with my brain, even today, guys, right? A few of those thoughts in a row. Why am I doing this? I'm the only one that's doing this. Um, I feel like I get paid to lose. I get to, and, blah, 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 blah. and then the opposite be like, what if I'm going to learn from this? What if I'm going to grow from this? What if this isn't all my existence is defined by, I have a house at home. I have beautiful kids and a wife at home. I get to stream tonight. I get to do a podcast episode tonight. I want to learn to rap. Fun. Now we've changed the dynamic. I am content I am grateful, but I've added the next dimension, which is now I want to hunt and search for what brings me joy. And I'm going to just stipulate really quickly if, if what brings you joy is hookers and blow. That's not, I, I, I just say that there's different criteria of joy we need to be careful with, okay? I'm not saying seek pleasure at all costs. And some people are now listening, ooh, Russ Rants, what the heck, man, this podcast. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying seek pleasure at all costs. I'm seeking, like, things that enrich your life. Guys, you're into bird watching or you've thought about it? What's the problem in trying it? Give it a test run. Give it a month. <laughs> Dang it, Russ. You're welcome, Axel. <laughs> if that caught you off guard, that's fantastic. You want to do bird watching? Do bird watching. Try it out. Buy some binoculars. Borrow somebody's binoculars. Get a book. Go out. You want to try hiking and you hate hiking? Try it. Borrow somebody's hiking boots or, you know, try a light hike. Great. You want to try painting? I hate art. I'm not very good at it. I don't hate art. I appreciate art. I am not good at art and I don't enjoy making art. I enjoy appreciating it. Uh, but if you want to, I want to get good at painting. Learn how to paint or just buy painting materials and just paint. Who are they for? Other people to admire? If that's not the criteria and you just like, I just want to try it. Try it. Sing, rap, dance, learn a language. Well, what if it comes to nothing? What does that mean anymore? I know I'm speaking to myself right now. <sighs> Change the metric. Does it bring me happiness? Again, I just want to applaud Axel. She's streaming now. I hope it enriches your life, but guess what? Even if it doesn't, even for me, if streaming doesn't enrich my life anymore, there's no failure for me if I give up Russ Rants in the future. In the past, I would, I would think of it as wasted time, but now I see it as banking a memory, banking satisfaction, banking enriching my life. And I've moved on to something else. Axel has taken a step. Every Monday... Right? I don't know. Is it 7 to 9? Or is it 8 to 10 now? I don't know. I just check her out. Axel the Dream Queen. Twitch.tv. And, and again, caveat, don't stomp on people in a pursuit to enrich in your life. I have a wife and kids I will not neglect to enrich in my life. I want to be very clear. But if they can be a part of my journey, right? 
if I can include them, I, I used to, it's funny, just trying to, this is the last thought and then I'm going to finish here, but like, it's funny how in the old, olden days, oh my gosh, but like, I grew up in a household where my dad did not play video games, okay? He doesn't care, he didn't like it, um, you know, like, he, he's fine, but we, he didn't grow up with video games, he grew up with a United Church minister, pastor, parents, like, holy crap, dad, good for you, and kudos to my dad, he let us play video games, we love it. That's obviously why I love streaming to this day. I love video games and stuff like that. And um, I just, it's its funny how, I don't know. I think that we, we lose sight that, you know, everyone kind of has, <laughs> I lost a bit of my train of thought. I was reading Axel's rescheduled. She's eight to 10 this week, everybody. Sorry for, for kind of breaking my train of thought there. But, you know, I, learning these, these video games and playing them and, and my parents, you know, my mom and dad saying, I don't know what's going to become of this, but let's just at least let them enjoy. And they had some good boundaries for us, which was fantastic. But just try. Look at it different. If you're not happy in your life right now, maybe find something that does bring you joy. I don't know. I, I know I had a different train of thought I was going in, but that's okay. This is the this is the wonderful blessing and 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 complexity of, of recording and streaming at the same time. Um, that's it. If you have thoughts, I would love to hear them. Uh, I hope this wasn't a downer. If anything, it was more of a, a, an encouragement slash challenge slash status update on how Russ is doing. I'm doing okay. I'm not doing perfect. I still have crappy days, but I'm excited to try new things for the sake of trying them. I hope you guys have the courage to do the same. So thank you for listening to the Russ Rants podcast. If you want to either see random video clips or get some updates on how the stream or what the podcast is doing, you can follow me on Facebook or you can follow me on Instagram. That's Russ Rants for both. Um, like I said, every other Tuesday we do community night. And uh, yes, so what I'm saying is I am not quitting my job. That is correct. I'm not. Uh, appreciate y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You'll get another one next week. I believe in you. Rooting for you. Tip your waitresses. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Restaurants Podcast. Feel free to like and subscribe to support. I love hearing from you, so make sure you send me any feedback and show ideas at russrantsreal at gmail.com. You can find me at Twitter at russrants1 and Instagram at russrants. Thanks so much, and I hope to see you next time. Seriously, take care. Bye-bye.